Are you getting enough sleep? Even if you manage to carve out time in your schedule to get enough sleep, you may have a hard time nodding off or you may may wake up during the night. You're not the only one. Sleep disruption has become something of a hidden public health epidemic in recent years. You might be surprised to hear that it's what you're doing during the daytime that is sabotaging your sleep. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 104 of Better Brain, Better You. Hello, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, sharing brain advice for a mentally healthy and happy life. Hey, how are you doing? Hope all is good and thanks so much for joining me for today's episode on daytime habits that are sabotaging your sleep. So if you struggle with your sleep, I've got a free guide for you that gives you the 12 simple steps to help you sleep better based on the latest sleep science. And you can get your sleep better guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. So these are proven sleep hygiene strategies. So please do go and grab this free guide. So getting daylight plays a big part in keeping the circadian rhythm, the internal regulator of sleep and wakefulness functioning. So sunlight is one of the most important cues that signal to our brain that it's time for us to be awake, while diminishing amounts of light signal that it's time for our body to get ready for sleep. So how much sunlight do you need? It's recommended to get at least 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight early in the morning hours and avoid blue light during the two hours leading to bedtime. This can make your sleep-wake cycle more robust and help you feel awake or sleepy just at the right time and place. So daytime blue light isn't an issue and can even help you get to sleep at night. Getting more blue light when the sun is up can actually help you feel more awake during the day and sleepier in the evening. So too much blue light during the day has no impact on our sleep cycle. Too much blue light in the evening, however, can delay the onset of melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that lets your body know it's time to sleep. In other words, using your phone in the evening can trick the body into thinking it isn't bedtime. So melatonin isn't, is necessary to help us fall asleep. And if delayed by blue light, you're more likely to be up longer. So while you may think taking a nap during the day will help you catch up on lost sleep, it can actually do more harm than good. Keep daytime naps brief or avoid napping completely. If your nap is long enough for you to fall into a deep sleep, it'll be harder to wake up from the nap and harder to fall asleep that night. So what's the ideal amount of time to nap? So time-limited naps of 15 to 20 minutes can be refreshing and improve daytime productivity, Long naps or naps taken too late in the day after 3 p.m. can reduce your sleep drive and make it harder to fall or stay asleep. Certain foods can negatively impact your sleep as well, especially when eaten in the evening. So these include chocolate, sugar, saturated fat and caffeine. Diets that are low in fiber and high in saturated fats and sugar can lead to sleep disorders. So avoid eating a large, high-sugar or high-saturated fat meal before bed. On the other hand, foods high in healthy fats can help you get to sleep. So try walnuts, avocado, yogurt, chia and fish. Allow yourself at least two hours to digest your meal and to help prevent heartburn and the risk that you'll have trouble sleeping. 
It can also be tempting to change your weekly routine and let lie and lie in at the weekends. Unfortunately, this may be disrupting your sleep schedule. So if you tend to go to sleep later and sleep in on weekends, this can actually throw off your circadian rhythm. And a regular bedtime and sleep schedule can lead to poor sleep quality. Instead, try to sync your weekdays with your weekends, getting up and going to sleep at roughly the same time. So while exercise has been shown to improve sleep quality, when you exercise can have a real impact on your circadian rhythm. Exercising in the morning or early afternoon makes you sleepy earlier in the evening, whereas evening exercise between 7 and 10pm delays the body clock. So skip the evening workout if possible and get your movement in before 7pm at the very latest. Although they may sound like end of day activities, things like reading, mentally or emotionally stimulating books, problem solving or emotionally intense conversations can make it harder to drift off to sleep. If the mind is stimulated, it doesn't matter how tired the body may be, the mind can overpower the body and delay your ability to sleep or result in restless sleep. So this also increases the chances of experiencing more vivid or disturbing dreams. So instead of mental activities, try listening to soothing music, taking a warm bath, doing a gentle yoga session, doing self-massage or engaging in meditation. More and more people are taking drugs that help them with a health condition, but include insomnia as a side effect. Taking more than one medication increases the likelihood of experiencing insomnia as a side effect. So check with your doctor if you believe your medication is negatively affecting your sleep. They may be able to suggest an alternative. And though some people may reach for a cigarette to help them relax, it might not be the best option before bed. Smoking too close to bedtime or in the middle of the night triggers nicotine cravings in your sleep. And that craving is likely to wake you up or contribute to restless sleep. So staying hydrated throughout the day can help you get your rest at night. And short sleep duration is associated with higher rates of dehydration. So staying hydrated throughout the day can help you make it into morning with enough liquid in your system. Drink water up to an hour before bed, giving you plenty of time to take a toilet break first. So while you may think that a hot bath right before bed will help you slow down at the end of the day, it may actually make it harder for you to fall asleep. That's because a hot shower or bath will cause your body temperature to rise. Instead, try taking a hot bath or shower about 90 minutes before bed. This way, your body temperature will have time to drop before you get into bed. And this spike and then drop in temperature stimulates the natural temperature decline that occurs before sleep, encouraging your body and mind to drift off. On the other hand, even though the body temperature needs to drop off before sleep, a cold shower can overstimulate the body. So if you're a fan of cold showers, stick to those in the morning and have warm showers in the evening. And you may know that caffeine leads to alertness and wakefulness, but it can still be hard to say no to the afternoon coffee, can't it? However, it's probably not worth of it's probably not worth it. Avoid caffeine consumption in the afternoon through the evening hours to improve your sleep. Instead, try a herbal or decaffeinated tea. Even though alcohol can sometimes make you sleepy, too much can lead to poor sleep. Alcohol is a depressant and it can help you fall asleep faster, but consuming too much can disturb your circadian rhythm. It can also interfere with rapid eye movements, REM sleep, 
the most important stage for dreaming. Because alcohol acts as a depressant on the central nervous system, you may find that you fall asleep more quickly after drinking. However, you may also find that you wake up or experience disruptive, vivid dreams. Although drinking may help you feel tired, it won't get the quality sleep that you need. So people who consume alcohol may go right into deep sleep, then abruptly into light sleep and deep sleep again. This continues for most of the night. So once you're awake, you're more likely to feel exhausted and unrefreshed than rested. So as mentioned above, it's difficult to sleep when the body is too hot. Our body temperature naturally rises as we get deeper and deeper into our sleep. A warm sleep environment is likely to feel uncomfortable and interrupt the sleep cycle with frequent awakenings or restless sleep. So keeping a window open or a fan going can go a long way towards calling calling down your space. Though you don't have to keep your room cool all day, you can take a moment in the evening to get the temperature lower before bedtime. And a wind down routine can go a long way towards getting you the restful sleep you need. Some ways to signal your brain that it's time to wind down before you hit your pillow include dimming the lights, diffusing essential oils, putting on calming music, moving from a large open space to a cozier, more intimate space, turning off electronics, drinking a warm beverage, meditating and changing into pyjamas. There are plenty of ways to create a bedtime routine that works for you. So there are lots of simple tricks you can use to tweak your bedtime, your daytime habits for better sleep. So if these lifestyle shifts don't help, then speak with a doctor about other solutions to help you establish a consistent, healthy sleep schedule. And if you struggle with your sleep, I've got a free guide for you that gives you the 12 simple steps to help you sleep better based on the latest sleep science. You can get your sleep better guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. So thanks so much for joining me for today's episode on daytime habits that are sabotaging sleep. I hope you found it useful. Here's to your brain health and well-being, and I will look forward to seeing you next time.